1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Like the poster said, See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because
2: nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right
0: now. What are you into? Talking.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theatres May 3rd. Read at PG-13.
1: Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports ASA on Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. Paul Bonza and Dan Menzel with you. And men's on the line. Our next guest uh, comes from the Port Adelaide Footy Club. He is a Brownlow medalist. He's a champion of the game. And he's brought to us by uh, Tyre Power. The big holiday sale is on now with 25% off selected Kumo passenger and SUV tyres. Sports Day SA. Don't stop believing. On Cruise
2: 1323
1: and 1629 SEN SA. Ollie Wines, welcome to the summer edition of Sports Day SA.
2: Hey, guys. Thanks nice for having me on.
1: Uh, how's pre-season been for you? Uh, you're up and about, are you?
2: Yeah, it's actually been pretty cruisy for me. I um, I came off a, a fair knee surgery at the end of the season, so it's been um, a bit of a slow grind for me, a few setbacks along the way. But, um, yeah, no, I'm back to full training now. I'm in amongst the group, which is good. Um, the boys have been really good. It's sort of getting to that pointy end of pre-season where it's pretty much all match play and, and starting to... Um, Entertained a few games, so uh, yeah, no, we're looking forward to getting started.
1: You've been in the in the system for a long time now. I think it's your eleventh season coming up. Um, we, does a limited preseason does that affect you greatly? Where you are in your career?
2: Uh, probably not so much fitness wise. I think fortunately for me, coming back now, I'm not going to miss any of our preseason games. So I think that's the the really important part of the preseason. Um, oh, sorry, I <laughs> right. um, but I think um, at my age, I think I've got enough fitness and, and a base there to work on. It's it's the those games that I'm going to get under my belt are really crucial. So um, yeah, I'm fortunate to be able to play them.
0: Now, Ollie, the leadership group has been named for the power this year, and it's unchanged with Tom Jonas as a skipper and yourself and Darcy Byrne Jones as his deputies. The question for mine is the three-man leadership group. is a very small leadership group. How did the team and club come about that decision?
2: Yeah, no, it is. And it's it's probably a little bit uncommon in the AFL these days. You sort of see seven, eight-man leadership groups. And, um, mm-hmm. look, we justify amongst our playing group as we bring a lot of the young guys throughout the year. We've, we've got a lot of emerging leaders that we try and uh, bring in at times to expose them to um, the dealings of what goes on and with managing the playing group. So um, it's worked for us over the last three or four years, myself, um, TJ leading us and and Darcy there as well with us. So uh, I think at times when you have such a big leadership group, everything can be diluted a little bit. And when you think about it, if you've got eight in the team, you've almost got half the guys on the ground um, in that group. So, um, we like to keep it pretty skinny, then bring guys through and, and improve their education in the area.
0: That's yeah, a really interesting point. And so my follow-up question from that is you've been in the leadership group since 2015. It's a fair while now. So what uh, what have you undertaken in recent times or learnt in recent times that's really helped develop your leadership?
2: Yeah, it's been an interesting journey. I think the thing Ken's always... Told us and um, it's been his sort of one-on-one of leadership is is play game, play well and, and lead on the field and I think that's our most important role to get done that's a priority but with that there comes so many um, jobs throughout the week in, in just managing the playing group um, understand the, the sort of energy around the group and, and make sure guys are always feeling welcomed and heard I think you're really the, the conduit between the playing group and, and the coaching group in a way. So it's important that you've got a lot of trust and um, respect from the playing group to be able to sort of hear those issues that they might not be comfortable talking to the coaches about yet.
1: Do you have a mentor as far as leadership goes? Do you lean on Travis Boak uh, or is there someone outside the club that you talk to about leadership?
2: Yeah, no, I've got a number of people, both internal and external. Um, Our old president, Brett Duncanson, I, I do a lot with um, from a not just a leadership um, perspective, but more so a um, people perspective and um, doing what I need to do to, to be the best people person I can. So um, fortunately, the club puts us all in a position where we've got someone outside footy to, to lean on and sort of ask questions, which is really important because I think in the bubble of football, um, we can sort of forget what our priorities are and uh, sort of just focus on the the goings of football. So um, I have had a lot of help and um, continue at my age to, to lean on those people.
0: Now, Ollie, I want to move on to the team this year and how it's looking in 2023. Now, there's been a bit of hype about JHF, uh, Connor Rosie and obviously Zach Butters. You must be pretty happy just sitting in the background letting these young guns come through and get all this hype, and you just go under the radar this year? Yeah, no,
2: certainly. Um, the hype's really warranted. I think they've, they've been... Carving up the track, I think Rose has gone to another level over this preseason. He's added a a real running ability to his game where he can cover the ground and and get up and down. So, um, Buffy and and Horn Francis, as you said, they've got their um, particular weapons. So, I'm really excited to see those guys um, go about it. Hopefully, I get a a gig in there still (laughs) um, with a few guys floating around.
0: But um, it's really exciting for our group and midfield group. It is very exciting this year. And just on your form, let's touch on last year. And obviously, 2021, you won the Brownlow. It's only two years ago, Bonds. It's um, not long ago. Last year, you finished fourth in the best and fairest. So you still had a good year. Uh, 2021, you averaged 32 touches. Last year, 28. So not much of a difference. But how do you get back to that real elite form of where you were the best player in the competition?
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's a year that I was really disappointed with. Off the Brownlow year, I think um, for myself, holding those high standards was was the priority. And um, despite what I sort of did off the field to to maintain myself and keep myself in the right condition, I just couldn't execute on game day as I would have liked. So um, it's a little bit about getting back to the basics for me of of what makes me a good player and what my role is, which specifically revolves around stoppage and in in contested situations. So um, I don't have to really... Worry about what happens outside those situations in terms of trying to do the flashy running plays. That's not in my DNA. So, just getting back to what works for me and what brings my best footy out um, yeah, will be the priority.
1: Men's mentioned a couple of players coming into the club. Ken has come out only a few days ago and said it's the strongest lineup he's had at the club. Would you agree with him?
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, the interesting thing has been so many guys going into different positions and um, really, I guess, uh, showing a different element to their game. I think we've had guys like Kane Farrell go to half back. He's really fit in there. Um, Lockie Jones has been playing a little bit in midfield. So, guys who have got really um, talented, physical makeups going to other parts of the ground and and really showing them off. So. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be an exciting year. I think uh, the proof's in the pudding. Obviously, we've got to get out there and do it, but uh, we're really excited to to be where we are
1: this time of year. So can the Port supporters uh, expect some more flexibility through the group this year?
2: Certainly, yeah. Yeah, um, I think that's a that's a great point. We've got guys all over the ground who are almost got a secondary role where they're going at the moment. So um, I think... All those midfielders you spoke about before are really talented forward players, and and as I said before, a few guys on the half back line can play on wing, and and vice versa. So there's a lot of versatility, which I think you need in the modern day. You need to be able to move guys around the gra- uh, ground and to either get them going or, or sort of fix a hole. So um, I think that's one thing we've really worked on over the preseason.
0: Now, Ollie, we've uh, touched off on a lot of those gun young mids coming through. I want to move to the forward line. I want to ask the question about Charlie Dixon. How has his uh, pre-season been? He's obviously been a massive barometer for you guys in the past. So how is he looking moving into 2023?
2: Yeah, no, he certainly is the barometer. I think there wouldn't be a guy that says they don't walk taller behind Charlie. So. Um, it's been good to see him just get through pre-season. He had another interrupted one last year. He, he had surgery on his ankle, and I don't think he was back about until about mid-season. So um, he's such a, a key player for us. He's um, sort of held that forward line together. He's, I think as he's getting a bit older now, he's probably to the time where he's got some more key forwards around him in Todd Marshall and Jeremy Finlayson, Mitch Georgiatis, to sort of take the load off him a little bit. So um, hopefully those guys will will, might get the bigger key forwards and um, he might get someone else, but uh, he's, yeah, he's flying at the moment and um, he's uh, in for a big year, I think.
1: Just want to ask you a little bit about uh, Francis Evans. Uh, Tell us a little bit about he's going and do you see him putting on the power jumper round one?
2: Yeah, Frank, he's been going really well. He's really impressed the playing group. He's worked hard. He's put his head down and, and really earned the respect. So, um, he's going to be you know, one of those players um, in the lineup, possibly for, for down the forward line. Um, we've got a lot of guys uh, putting their hand up for that role really well at the moment. We've got Junior Rioli come over and he's doing some really special things. So um, Frankie's yeah, well in the mix for, for one of those spots.
0: And Ollie, with obviously practice games coming up, whether it's called match simulation or uh, practice games, not really sure what uh, they call it these yeah. days, but uh, you're going to play and no limitations. Is that what we can expect?
2: In terms of me or. Yeah, in uh, terms just, of yeah, you. Yeah, no, I'll be fine. So um, I'll be no limitations. Maybe a few minutes restrictions in our first game in Perth, which. Mate, I don't know. I don't know what they call it either. It's, it's not a game. <laughs> it's called a simulation or something. But I think um, I think the second game, the the official preseason game, is a, um, a, a official four quarter game. So um, we'll be yeah, hundred percent fit by then and, and round and go.
0: So realistically, that that second game is when we would expect to pretty much see the power strongest lineup that it's going to look like in round one.
2: I think so, yeah. Everything's sort of fine tunes to that point where um, in the past, there's probably been rest guys in the pre-season, but I think um, this modern-day footy, you want to be up and going. We, we learnt last year going zero and five that you've got to be all guns blazing at the start, so um, I think we'll be treating that almost as a round one.
0: It's a, it's a good point because uh, I'm not sure if you're alluding to this, but you take on Brisbane round one, Collingwood, Adelaide, Sydney and the Bulldogs. So, I mean, there's no easy gains, but that's a challenging start. I'm guessing you've obviously had a look at that start to the season?
2: Yeah, certainly. And, and as I said, we know how important it is to start well. And um, if you're going to win the Premiership, you've got to beat the good times and uh, good teams, sorry, and we're coming up against them in, in the first five to six weeks. So, um, it's going to be a tough start, but could really set up a really good season.
1: Spoken to a couple of Port guys already uh, pre-season, and there seems to be this air of confidence, this different feel. Like you've got a couple of talented guys coming into the group. Is that the way it is at Alberton? Is is there a feel that, okay, this is this is the year, we really need to go hard out of the gate?
2: Yeah, I think so. And, and we've learned, we've got so close, and yeah. and then we've got so far away last year. So... I think we know we've got to use the opportunities that we've got and we as a playing group and as a club feel we've got a really good opportunity at the moment with this list and and the health we're in. So um, you lose the opportunity so quick and it's so hard to earn that respect back. So um, we want to put our head down and and work hard and go from the start.
1: What about away from the club? How do you switch off? No water skiing pre-season? (laughs)
2: Nah, not anymore. I sort of um, (laughs) put the boat away about December, so I've got a fair time if something did go wrong again. Um, Play a bit of golf, unfortunately, with with this knee. I haven't been able to play too much as as of late, but um, hopefully get back into it over the next few weeks.
1: Wish you all the best, Ollie. It's uh, been a great chat, and uh, I'm sure the Power are going to have a very successful season. Thanks for joining us.
0: No worries, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Ollie.